Welcome to the cockpit. My name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. Having a little bit of stream difficulties because I forgot to hit a button and it ended the stream <laughs> almost instantaneously the first time around. So boys and girls, thank you so much for jumping in on this Victory Monday. We got a whole lot to talk about tonight. The Jets put the gas, put the gas, hit the gas, stomp on the Dolphins yesterday 40 to 17 put the cheetah back in the zoo Tyree Kill gets a cool 47 yards no touchdowns the Jets are here this is a different team this is a different mindset than we've had the last few years this is going to be a lot of fun you're going to see me a little more fired up than I usually am because it feels good to finally get some victories I love talking shit love talking shit <laughs> And now the Jets are finally starting to get a few wins under their belt. Few finally get a division win. First time in, what, three, four years? Oh, we needed that. Needed that real bad. This game. This game. All right. Boys and girls, we're going to do call-ins starting at 8.30, the same way we do every week. But before then, I'm going to give you my thoughts on the game. We'll go over some comment questions in the chat as well, kind of fire off uh, a few things that we're thinking about. Guys, there is a live question in the, uh, the live chat right now, poll question. Favorite part about the Dolphins game? Brees Hall goes off, Quinnen Williams stiff arm on Tyreek Hill, Sauce gets his first interception, AVT plays his fourth position of his short one-year and four-game, five-game um, career. Guys played left guard, right guard, left tackle, right tackle. Now we just need McGovern to get hurt and he can play center. <laughs> oh, it feels good. It feels good. We don't get many victory Mondays. So if you like that the Jets put the Dolphins in a body bag, hit that like button. If you just like hanging out, hit that like button anyway. I want to hear your thoughts in the uh, in the call-in area. So you know the deal. Later on, you're going to get three minutes to plead your case or say what you got to say. After three minutes... That's it! You're out of here! That's right, boys and girls. You get the ejector seat. The oh-so-famous chicken launching you across the screen. And we've got just oh-so-much to talk about. Joe S. drops in real quick, says, Jets who? That's right. No one knows what's happening except the Jet fans right now. It's a real, real good time. Everaldo, in the super chat, says, stiff arm. Rumors around the world. Let's put some uh, some prayers up real quick. I want to talk about this. There was a really violent uh, register on the on the Richter scale, there was an earthquake because of Quinn and Williams' violent stiff arm on Tyree Kill. He buried him. Oh man, dude, there is not a better stiff arm that I have seen in the last few years than that Quinn and Williams dropping of Tyree Kill. He was like, "Yo, little boy, child's play." Boom. Welcome to Earth. You know that, that scene in Independence Day where Will Smith punches the alien? That's what it felt like. <laughs> I was just like all sorts of jazzed up. Ah. Uh. I have loaded myself up with a few beverages, maybe too, too many, but it's okay. It's going to happen. So you're going to get a little bit of a rowdy uh, Ryan tonight. So I apologize for my babbling. Mutt Viles comes in and says, 
YouTube couldn't handle a Jets victory Monday. What a win. I was at the stadium and it was electric there. Keep the momentum into Green Bay. Let's go. I can't wait for this weekend. If there is an opportunity for the Jets to really go on a little bit of a run that no one thought was possible, a team that took the Patriots, or a team in Green Bay, that needed overtime to beat a third-string quarterback in New England, a team in Green Bay that lost to the New York Giants. The Jets are hungrier. The Jets are more violent. The Jets are better than both the Patriots and the Giants. The Jets must, absolutely must, get to work this week and beat Green Bay in a hostile environment in, uh, you know, the Cheesehead Zone Stadium. One game at a time, baby. One game at a time. I love it. Oh, man, I can't even get to my thoughts. <laughs> you guys are firing stuff in. I love this. Dax Milne's mom says, slight off topic, but any Panthers uh, you're interested in, now that Rule is out and they need picks, remember when we were all pissed, we didn't get him. Yeah, we're really lucky we didn't wind up getting him because we wound up getting uh, Robert Sala instead. It would have been a train wreck. Everyone wanted Matt Rule. A lot of people wanted Matt Rule. Matt Rule is one of my top guys. For sure. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely not a not a good time in Carolina. They're in a world of hurt. They got no draft picks. They got two quarterbacks, which means they have no quarterbacks. Not good. Not good. John Perez says, still think no playoff mandate. Just want progress. A hundred percent, John. hundred percent. The New York Jets should not have a playoff mandate. They just need to take it one game at a time and get better than the week before. If they continue to stack games and they take care of business, the rest will take care of itself. No playoff mandate. Just get better each and every day. We said minimum of seven wins. The Jets are like halfway there and they're only five games into the season. This is way better than a lot of people thought we'd be at at this point in the season. All right, let's talk a little bit about the game. Brees Hall. 197 all-purpose yards. Two, well, one touchdown, two plays, two receptions that ended on the one-yard line. This guy could have had three touchdowns very easily. I don't know about you guys. I was a little irritated that they didn't hand the ball off to Brees Hall after he got them all the way down there. Now, I love me some Michael Carter. Michael Carter got two touchdowns that, you know, maybe should have gone to Brees. That's okay, because Michael Carter redeemed himself with the waddle. Ooh, when I saw the waddle, I was like, ooh, this man's throwing shade, and I love it. This team is fired up. This team wants to embarrass the opponent. We don't take the foot off the gas. This team has been dominant in the fourth quarter. The Jets know how to finish games. When is the last time you were able to say with confidence that the New York Jets were able to finish a game? Honestly, if I'm thinking about it, I'm probably going back to like Chad Pennington. That's the last time I remember the Jets being like, okay, I know we have a quarterback that I trust not to throw an interception. We have some talent around him. If we get the ball, we can methodically move down the field. Now, you don't expect Chad to, to throw a bomb. Zach can throw a bomb. Brees can rip off a long run. These receivers can make a guy miss and go the distance. This is an incredibly talented team, and I love it. I absolutely love it. All right. Brees Hall, great game. Sauce Gardner, 
gets his first interception, gets a safety, only he doesn't get credited with the safety because technically it was a penalty. So I don't even know if the Jets get credited with a safety on the stat sheet. Um, little goofy because Bridgewater had the penalty of an intentional grounding, gets called. So it's sort of weird on a metric standpoint. I had a few people reach out to me they're like, hey, my defense for the Jets didn't get any fantasy points. And I think that might be why. Um, I'll be honest, I don't have Jets defense. Mm, I might have them in one of my leagues, but I don't think I have the Jets defense in like most of my leagues. So I didn't really like take note of it. But uh, Sauce Gardner has a great game. DJ Reed, those two corners. Could there have been a more defensive shift or, or, or impressive defensive shift since last year? Like, we know we're not super loving the safeties right now, and the linebacker core kind of needs a little bit of work. We like Quan Alexander. We like C.J. Mosley. You know, how long is is their uh, time with the Jets going to be? Feels like there's, there's a little bit needed there. But Sauce and Reed and Carter, those three are here to stay long-term. They're all young. They're all like sub 26 years old. With Carter and Sauce, first and second year players. Reed has been absolutely a defensive leader on this team. They locked up Jalen Waddle. They locked up Tyreek Hill. I had one guy talk to me saying, oh, well, they rushed for 115 yards. Yeah, good. I'm glad because they didn't do anything else. Their top receiver had 47 yards. The most lethal receiver in the game couldn't do jack. Couldn't do anything. I don't want to hear, oh, third string quarterback. Oh, we lost our left tackle. Oh, guess what? Your strong defense you know, without your corners, screw them. <laughs> you weren't going to be able to cover the Jets anyway. I was not concerned about your corners. One iota. The Dolphins' defense allowed 40 points. That wasn't their third-string quarterback. That wasn't, you know, their left tackle. The Jets are on, like, their fifth tackle right now. I don't want to hear about injuries. The Jets have dealt with injuries for years. This game, the Jets beat the guys who were in front of them, and they beat them soundly. There was not, you know, there, there was a little point before halftime where there was a little concern. And I'll be honest, when I went on the halftime show with Green Bean and O'Leary, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I don't know how to call this game. <laughs> I don't know what to think. Because if I say we're going to win, it's going to, it's we're going to lose. Like, I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing up a score prediction. I normally do a score prediction. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. Green Bean, I see you in the chat. I could not do it. I could not do it. And that was one of the best games I have seen I don't want to say in quite some time because I enjoyed the Steeler game. I enjoyed the Browns game. I've seen a lot of really good games, but this one felt good. Tyree Kill throwing shade at the Jets. Oh, I didn't want to play there. Taxes. Oh, you know what? Division rival. Jets get the win. Quinn and Williams plants Tyree Kill six feet deep. Sauce gets his first interception. Brees Hall just goes off. Welcome to the NFL, kid. Welcome to the NFL. Blitzcrew says, which unit matches up the best against the Packers? So, best would be wide receivers. Our, or sorry, the Packers wide receivers versus our cornerbacks. 100%, that's that's the matchup we're going to win. Now, matchup that you kind of get concerned about, maybe the tight end, like Mercedes Lewis on like our linebackers, maybe that concerns you a little bit. But I, I am not afraid of the Packers' offense outside of Aaron Rodgers. And if you're able to get some heat on him, makes you feel a little bit more confident. Defensively, they got a pretty stout team. 
I want to see our offensive line stand up again and really try to uh, allow Zach the ability to throw. There's a good chance that they're going to try and bottle up our run. I could see them stacking the box and wanting us to force the ball downfield. Make Zach Wilson beat you with his arm. And I hope that's the case because I would love, love, love to see Zach Wilson go off against that team. Brian comes in. We beat Green Bay. Kansas City beats Buffalo. We're in first. When's the last time the Jets were in first place in the AFC East? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know, right? Like the last time I mean, in, in a season where I don't know if we ever got it in 2015. Like I feel like the Patriots were probably that team at that point. Um, oh, man. I don't want to think about it. I just want to think the Jets got to take care of business every play. Every drive. Don't look too far ahead. Do not take any of these teams for granted. Absolutely, absolutely, Aaron Rodgers is a bad, bad man. And he could make you pay in an instant. Doesn't matter who's around him. But the Jets got some talent. Dax Mills' mom says, when can we expect stiff arm merch? Ooh, I'm going to make a shirt. And I got a really good idea. (laughs) I got to figure it out. Maybe I'll make it after the stream and we'll launch it tomorrow. But maybe it's like, you know, something about a stiffy. (laughs) Something about that. We'll find something good. Oh, I got to get like the shadow or like some sort of like stiff arm Quinn and Williams on Tyree Kill. There's nothing better than that. Nothing better. Sky C. Thank you so much for the super chat. He says, hey, Ryan, it's an inc- uh, it's incredible that Brees is in his fifth NFL game, got 200 all-purpose yards. Think about what's to come. Our Jets, new NFL stars in the making. The Jets over the last two drafts, if you include Elijah Moore and Brees Hall as first-round caliber talents, because remember, Elijah Moore was second pick in the second round. Brees Hall was fourth pick in the second round, I think. I think that's right. Fifth pick, maybe? 32 to 35? Something like that. Or 36. 35 and 38 is what we have. We trade up 36. Seven first-round caliber players in the last two years. You talk about a team that has added a ton of talent, a team that is going to shock teams in the NFL. This is the New York Jets. This is who we are. There are teams that do not want to play us because of what they're seeing happening in New York. And we may not be favorited. In many games, you know, there, there's a possibility if we start going on a run here where we'll look, be looked at more favorably, but you know what happens if we beat the Packers? Oh, well, they just came back from London. That's not, that's not good. You know, they, they were jet lagged. Jets still are pretenders. Oh, okay. Jets go into Denver. They got to figure that out. Oh, well, Russell Wilson's a shell of his former self. That means nothing. We come into Halloween Eve, maybe against Mac Jones. Little division rival action. Make somebody see some ghosts. This Jet team, we're building something here. We're building something. Blitz crew. Think we should try to get Pat Elfline back, center and guard depth that played in our system last year. No. Nope. It's all right. I'm happy with where we're at right now. I don't need to get him back. I thought he was pretty bad. Uh, Mutt Files, I saw your chat in there. He says, yo, I got a chat 
I want to send you, but you have to sing it <laughs> for it to be funny. All right, send it through. Let's see what it is. I could try. I like making an ass out of myself. <laughs> Gonna try and pound this claw before I have to do this, though. We're going to start Collins in just a few minutes. I want to see what uh, what Mutt Files has for me here. Let's talk a little Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson had, what was it, seven pressures or seven quarterback hits? No Jet has ever had six. He had seven in a game. Carl Lawson has himself a little, you know, coming out party. We got ourselves an edge rusher. Carl Lawson had the fumble, the sack fumble, that allowed Quinn and Williams to recover the fumble, to ice the game, to bury Tyreek Hill with the stiff arm. Tax Mills mom, ain't no laws, Ryan's drinking claws. Damn right. Nick, I see your, your chat in there. Jermaine Johnson, I think he tweeted out that he's all right. This is a good thing. See Everaldo in there saying, anyone here from Brady, Nostradamus, Quinn yet? Ho! <laughs> 200, holy smokes. Muff Viles. All right, here we go. <laughs> Ryan's going to try and sing this. Holy cannoli. Um, all right, now I got to know the jingle, right? Let me read it first. Because I don't know, I don't know what the cadence is. <laughs> On this. Uh, all right, I'll try. Here we go. A dolphin came down to MetLife Stadium and he said, the team, uh, to the team running the scheme, hey, bum, 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 got any yards? They said no, but we got sauce along with 40-point lead. <laughs> oh, geez, hold on. Let me try this again. A dolphin came down to MetLife Stadium and he said to the team running the scheme, hey, bum, 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 Got any yards? They said no, but we got sauce along with 40-point lead. Would you like to give it a try? They said no thanks. And then they waddled away, waddled, waddled, until the very next game. <laughs> oh, Mutt Files. You get me all jazzed up. You get me all jazzed up. All right, you know what? For that, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to finish this claw. I'm going to pound another claw. Then we'll wind up doing some call-ins. And you know what? This is going to be a really fun fucking stream. <laughs> it's good. I apologize to anyone that's listening with young kids. I'm going to try and keep it as PG as possible. But if I get a little fired up, I apologize. <laughs> Whew. Ugh. Gonna have me singing. <laughs> Mutt Viles, I appreciate that that wasn't like a $2 super chat either. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Cheers, boys. Ah, I should have shotgunned this. I don't know if you guys remember. After the Sam Darnold draft, when we traded up, I was so jazzed up. I was like, I want to shotgun three beers. And I did it. <laughs> Becca's like, your computer's covered in beer from stabbing your cans. I was like, ah, mistakes were made. 
if I pay 200, will you do the gritty? You're damn right. I'll try. <laughs> I will absolutely try. We'll see. Holy hell. Ah. Ooh, sorry for all you listening on podcast. That's not going to be the most attractive sound clip that uh, you'll ever hear. All right. Woof. <laughs> oh, my body. Oh, for, <laughs> for 200 each ever all though. We'll see if I leave my job, maybe we'll... <laughs> We'll do that. I don't know if I'll get kicked off YouTube for that, though. I might get in trouble. Um, all right. Boys and girls. Ugh. Sorry, Becca. Becca's in the chat. She's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm paying for Shay's college. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, I love you. Okay. Here we go. Phone number. Is not on the screen yet. Ryan's got to figure shit out. Okay. Bam. Phone number's on the screen. You have three minutes to plead your case. <coughs> After three minutes, you're going to get... That's it! You're out of here! Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, no. I'm hearing you through my computer, but not through my headset. All right, give me a second. From Captain Savage. Captain Savage, can you hear me? Talk. Yes, brother. Fucking talk to me, brother. Let's go. Squash <laughs> the fish. Let's go, baby. Let's get it. Dude, uh, how good was yesterday's game? <laughs> oh, it felt amazing, Ryan. It felt so amazing, man. All the hype. Going in, worrying about the, the wide receivers, mm -hmm. how, how these, these guys have great defense. You can't run on them. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the Jets just exposed all of that yesterday. I couldn't be more happy. Shout out to AVT. He definitely needs to be a pro bowler selection, even though we're no, no game this year. He's still got to be, be on that list, man. This kid has been invaluable to us. What's he, what this, what position does he make the pro bowl in? He should make it in all four. <laughs> Be the first one yeah, I mean, since Klecko, baby. Yes, absolutely. But oh man, this game was amazing. You know, Sauce I think set the tone early. Your boy, he said it early. He knocked Bridgewater out the game. Had a pick. I mean, I, with the, with that hit on Bridgewater knocking him out, it really set the whole tone for the game and, and left the Dolphins stuck in panic mode. I think. Yeah, dude, they were backpedaling from the very beginning. Sauce blitzes off the edge. It was funny. I was talking to Green Bean and Matt, and I was like, yo, there's no way that we just don't see a sauce blitz. Like, I don't remember seeing a sauce blitz yet this season. And, like, sure enough, first play of the game, right on the goal line, the Jets dominate. Oh, it was absolutely awesome. Dude, I'm jumping up and down. I'm thinking it's like a pass, or not pass interference, rough on the passer. I'm like, yeah. oh, screw the NFL. They're doing that because the Dolphins lost their quarterback. Oh, man, we got lucky. Absolutely, man. It was, it was great to see. I mean, shout out to the to the D-line, too. I mean, they've been mm -hmm. taking the brunt of, of a lot of hits these past several weeks, and 
and to see them come out and play like we all knew or hoped they would play this season in yesterday's game mm-hmm. was absolute outstanding. You know, shout out to Albrick, man. He's been taking a lot of arrows too. He, oh, his, yeah. His neck has been on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. And for this D-line that had the game they had, put pressure on this the rookie all, all, all game long. It was amazing, bro. Shout out to Q with the with the fumble recovery, oh. Hill on his ass. Thank Dude, you, Q. We love was there, you a, for that was one, there a better stiff arm in the NFL this season than Quinn and Williams planting Tyree Kill? I don't think so. Not not one. I haven't seen it yet. I have not seen it yet. But one thing I want to touch on real quick before I'm out of here. Let's go. Um, is the drop? Let me ask you something. Is the drops mm-hmm. worrying to you? Because you know, wide receivers are still letting that ball hit the ground, and going forward. You know, mm-hmm. you want to have a more well-balanced attack, run and pass. You know, not just be run sure. heavy and then we can't throw the ball. Yeah, no, 100%. I do think that Sauce, or wow, Sauce, I think Wilson has started to learn how to dial it back a little bit. Like, we got to see a few more of the swing passes. Now, they weren't in great position because Brees had to, like, twist his body to get it. Garrett Wilson kind of had to twist his body to get it. So I think that'll, he'll, he'll kind of work on that. But I do think that the, uh, it'll become a little bit easier each and every week and i think what's going to happen is you know he'll learn to dial it back a little bit like i think he'll get into a rhythm with garrett wilson and i think we'll start to see that really happen but like do drops drops bother me yes but not as much as they were like it feels like it's starting to go down i don't know how many drops there were yesterday i'd have to actually go back and like look at it but it didn't feel like that was the problem so much as like I saw Samini tweeting it too, and he was saying like, oh, you know, well, the 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 Dolphins are without their starting cor- uh, cornerbacks, and Zach Wilson has completed almost all his passes to running backs, and I was like, who gives a shit? They're high percentage what? passes to the running back. I would absolutely take that <laughs> over throwing it down the field. What? Like, we didn't need to throw out the wide receivers. We had 200 yards just from Brees Hall. Like, no absolutely. reason to go down the field. Absolutely, and, you know, one thing with Zach too, is play recognition like finding an open man, not staying locked on one dude. We got to clean that up a little bit. I mm-hmm. think there was a couple of missed opportunities with that. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, we can't nitpick. This mm-hmm. win was fucking great for us. Stand up, Jet Nation. Take this one. Don't let nobody tell you, oh, third string quarterback, a win is a win like they say, and they all count <laughs> no matter what. Dude, I love it. Thank you so much for the call in. You have been ejected from the cockpit. Danger Cobra drops in and says, Quan is a beast. Quan was a great pickup. Great, great pickup. I hope he stays healthy the entire season. He's our best linebacker right now, 100%. Zach drops in and says, Ryan, how do you like us for Green Bay and Denver? Why might we lose? We might lose because we're a young team that may not know how to handle success yet. And that's that's my concern. I hope we can stay focused because I think this team could be onto something special if they can stay focused. Who we got? From Mud Vile. Mud Vile's dude. I love you, brother. <laughs> I appreciate the super chat, dude. And I hope my cadence and song singing was right because that was absolutely ridiculous. No timer for you. Whatever you want to talk about, dude. Well, first off, happy to be on. Hope everyone's enjoying that night on this Victory Monday. Back to back week three and two. I said, bro. I just don't know what else to say right now. That was a fun freaking game. Dude. That was so electric when I was there for Jets Media Day. It was uh, so much fun. Dude, I wish I could have been there. I was talking to Richie about it, and I heard it was a great fucking time for the Jets Media Day. That was the most packed I've ever seen that stadium. 
I've never <laughs> seen that packed full. Like almost a full house. See, what we need to do is we need to start winning some games so that way the season ticket holders don't sell their tickets to the goddamn opposing team. I want to see all Jet fans there. There was a lot of Fish fans in, in MetLife yesterday. Oh, yeah, I saw a decent amount of them. I'm like, yo, ch- chocolate on where I sat, mm-hmm. none of them talk crap. I was actually really shocked. But oh, now, dude, they couldn't talk crap. The Jets were in the lead the entire time. Not even in the beginning of the game. Like, no trash or none. I was actually a little shocked. I didn't run into any Tuanese or Skyla Nods or Teddy Two Gloves, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> See, I think those but guys now, are – I think they're smart enough to go into an opposing stadium and not talk shit until they're actually winning. And then it got to the point where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I guess we just got to sit here and fucking eat some humble pie because the Jets took them to church. <laughs> uh, not only does it make me – Made me laugh, though, that we beat them, though. But we're saying that mm-hmm. now, even though we're in second place, because Buffalo put a manhandle mm-hmm. on Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. We had to honestly make a run, though. I honestly can't wait to see it. Now, Dude, it's just Rodgers and Lambeau and Mile mm-hmm. High that worry me. Dude, Rodgers well, and Lambeau, he's coming back pissed off. That's only that worries mm-hmm. me a little bit. That's mm-hmm. really it. And he's going to come out there and start throwing seven different kinds of smoke, along with mm-hmm. Mile High. Over there is really tough to win, besides for us, Foxborough. Yeah, it's a hundred. Yeah, look, it's a hundred percent concerning. And right now, I think there's there's a certain level of like caution for Jet fans. Like we're we're super amped up. Like this was a good one. But when you look at the guys we've beaten, we beat the Browns in the final minute and fifty five seconds. Lucky game. Like I'm sorry, that is just pure dumb luck. <laughs> I love it, but it's definitely like a little. Uh, it's lucky. Let's call it what it is. The Steelers game, we're playing against a backup caliber quarterback in Mitch Trubisky with a rookie starting his first game halfway through a game that wasn't prepared for it. You know, understand. We go against a third string quarterback this week. Like the Jets team looks good, especially against the defenses we went against. They're not scrub defenses, but there's going to be a little pause because of the quarterbacks we're going against. And I think this week with Aaron Rodgers, you have that like, okay, well, the Jets can do this. And if they can win in Green Bay after a big win with Miami, I think there's, uh, you know, the the ability to not let yourself down after, after a big win. I think that is important that this team needs to learn. And if you can beat Aaron Rodgers, if you can take care of business in Denver, we haven't done well going out West. Those two games do concern me. But look, before the season, those were both losses. I did not think for a minute that those could be potential wins. No shot. I thought before the season, if I'm being overly optimistic, mm-hmm. three and two was the best I thought we would be able to be. And that was assuming Deshaun Watson was getting suspended and we were able to get that win. The Steelers, obviously not having Big Ben, having some backup quarterback action. Those were the two games I thought we would win. And the Dolphins, I was like, I don't believe in Tua. The Dolphins are much better than I would have ever given them credit for. So I've been a non-believer in Tua since he was coming out of college, especially my friends in Alabama fan. I told him, dude, he's not going to last in the NFL because he gets hurt too much. But the way I look at it, too, a dub is a dub. Yeah, we played against yeah. Skylar Thompson. Yeah, we played against Teddy Bridgewater for a play. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Did they give up 40 points? No, and that's what I'm saying, dude. Our defense or their defense, that's a good defense. And we we oh, we dominated them. They didn't even have a chance. <laughs> dude, I had all the confidence in the world. Once we got into the second half, I was like, yo, doesn't matter. Brees is running wild. Zach's making some moves. Quinn and Plants Tyreek. It feels good. 
feels good. Once I saw Quentin Williams put Tyreek Hill on the floor, I was like, Ryan's smiling right now. Dude. Tyreek Hill. I know you want him in the cage, but I mean, damn, I didn't think you want him six feet under in the cage. Dude, Tyreek Hill and Deshaun Watson, they're two guys that I think are just shit human beings and just, I mean, they're fantastic players. 100%. I wanted Deshaun Watson. I would have given up three first round picks for him before everything came out. Tyreek Hill, fantastic player. Punch your pregnant girlfriend? Fuck off, dude. Like, yo, I'm sorry. I don't care how good you are at catching a football. I don't care how fast you are. I want you to lose every fucking game you play. And the fact that Quinn and Williams got that fumble recovery to ice the game and did what he did, he truck stick Tyreek. Ugh. <laughs> Get me fired up. <laughs> I can tell. A jet dumb and some liquid courage can do that. <laughs> dude, you're the one that made me do this. <laughs> I'm like, I, I oh, brought yeah, yeah. four drinks up here with me. I just pounded two of them. I'm halfway through my third. And I'm like, <laughs> going to get a little tuned up tonight. That's all right. Nah, I got you. I got you. Oh. I some more, though. But the only thing was about the, mm-hmm. the song that I did like that. Mm-hmm. If you ever heard, like, we were younger, though, maybe like one of your cousins or whatever, like younger cousins ever heard mm-hmm. the Duck song or anybody in Chaz heard that song, which I'm pretty sure they have. Okay. That was the joke. That's okay. What I did so so I'm going to have to look. For it to be more funny. So what, it's called the duck song? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to have to look that up because I have no idea. The only duck duck song I know is like, you know, the fucking, uh, I don't know, like when it's raining and you got the the, the duck raincoat on. I don't even know how to do it at this point. I have no idea what the duck song is. No idea. Yeah, it's a a funny song. But nah, I saw though... um, I thought the back was asking, like, what were you doing? So I said, I'm sorry that I got you like that. Oh, no, dude. I, lo- I don't care. I I'm totally. Me. <laughs> I've had such a great time the last, like, 24 hours. Like, going into work, the guy that opened the pro shop at the at the golf course today, he's a Jet fan. Mm-hmm. He goes, how about them Jets? I was like, how about them Jets? <laughs> I'm, like, all fired up. One of the guys playing in the outing comes in with a, a, a Jets golf towel on his bag. I was like, sir. How about them Jets? He goes, how about them Jets? I was like, how about them Jets? <laughs> like, let's go. Let's go. Oh, dude, I haven't been able to talk shit in so long. I had people in the chat, Dolphins fans in the chat. Oh, it's a third straight quarterback. The Jets feel like they won the Super Bowl. Frig off. Oh, man. You they, guys can kick a whole bunch thing. of rocks. You can take a long walk off a short pier. I am done. Done with all these friggin' Dolphins fans. I'm ready to talk shit. They said the same thing, yo, with the Bills in week two, or, or what, week two, week three, remember? Oh, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can, you can only play who's in front of you. I'm saying, like, yo, that's the Bills' backup defense. Bills' backup defense. They're like, oh, yeah. Well, Josh Allen played, and he only scored 20 points or, you know, whatever they scored. Screw off. Jets are better than the Dolphins. Exactly. That's the way I look at that. I'm just hoping we can win, though, against Green Bay. But I know that's going to be tough. But this last mm-hmm. hell as I let you go to other people. If Dude. for us to win that game in Green Bay, mm-hmm. how do you see us doing it? The same way that we did it with Brees Hall and Michael Carter? Mm-hmm. Or do you think that we had like a more like like conservative game? I because think you don't leave the ball with Proctor. Yeah, so I think if we can win it with Brees and Michael Carter, that's a hundred percent the way to do it. Because you eat clock, you take the best player on the other team off the field. Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't have the ball, he can't score. That is 100% the way to uh, to win that game. But I do think Green Bay is going to look at what happened, and they're going to say, we need to watch Brees. We need to watch Michael Carter. Let's load the box. Let's make the second-year quarterback in Zach Wilson 
beat us with his arm. And I'm okay right. with that because I like our weapons. Our weapons are better than their defense, 100%. But Zach Wilson could make mistakes. The way we win this game is going to be on Zach Wilson if we can't run the ball, 100%. The one I feel like he did, though, I had the two sacks. So the first one, I felt like he could have gotten rid of that. But the second one, there was nothing he could do. He had he had people in front of his face. The second one, there was nothing he could do. The first which, one, I felt like he could have gotten rid of that. Which sack was which? Because there was the there was the sack where he ran back like twenty yards, and that that drove me up a wall. And I was like, ah, dude, like I see what you're trying to do, but you're like twenty yards deep. I believe it was that one because the second one, mm. I think, it was a play action, and there was two people like right in his face. There's nothing he can do. No, no. And so sometimes you just got to eat it. And I'm okay. Look, yeah, he's not throwing an interception. And then they they had the next play. I think it was a run to Brees Hall or it was like a short pass to Brees Hall. And he ran up the middle and got like maybe 15 of the 30 yards we needed or something. And you punted away. Braden Mann, unsung hero yesterday. He had like two punts inside the five. Guy was incredible. Yes, it was just an injury back in week one. We messed all those up. So Yep, 100%. And it was bad weather too. Like it was a rainy day. What gets me about the whole Ravens game, too, is like we were in that game. We could have won it, and there was that blown coverage by Joyner with the long Bateman touchdown, and that ended it. Absolutely ended it. Right. But uh, I'll let you get some other calls, bro. I hope you go back on the round table, though, because that got me fired up. I already told Richie I'm coming there Wednesday. Wednesday, I got I'll reach out to Richie. I'm going to reach out to Richie. I'm going to say, yo, I want to talk some shit to TD and like – let me on. I don't even need to be on the whole time. Let me on for like 15 minutes. <laughs> Let me just fucking go <laughs> off on this guy. Dude, the Friday panel that me, him, Nick Smoke, and friggin' TD had, I was like, Richie and I held our tongues. We didn't We didn't say anything. It was like, okay, humble pie. We haven't won in three years. Like, just sit and take it. Like, look, I'm not afraid of, uh, of Teddy Bridgewater. You know, te- uh, Tua would have absolutely been the, uh, you know, I, I think their weapons are more dangerous than their quarterback is. So regardless of who is that quarterback, Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Jaziki, or Gaziki, and um, and Mostert, those are the guys to fear. And the Jets took care of business. Took care of business. Crazy when I said thirty-five, he dude. Crazy when I said thirty-five. I right. thought you I were crazy. Thought you were put crazy. 40. Dude, yeah, right. forty points. 40. Hang forty on him. Hundred percent. Mutt Viles. I love you, dude. Dude, reach out to me because you are going to get, I'm going to make a, a, we love a stiffy or some kind of shirt like that (laughs) with the Quentin Williams stiff arm. And I want to send it to you. I got you. I got you. Make sure I have your, your address so I can send it to you, brother. Thank you so much. You've been awesome. You have been ejected from the cockpit. Boys and girls, that was Mutt Viles. Guy is incredible. Making me sing songs on stream and shit. Guy's nuts. Who we got? From Mark from Asbury Park. Mark from Asbury Park. How you doing, brother? Oh, you guys just literally stole my thunder on that last uh, call. <laughs> Let's go. Let's talk, brother. What you, what are you talking about? Oh, you know, i so stoked for the victory. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you play who you play, right? Hundred percent. We've gone through this on the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at halftime I was nervous. Oh, dude, but me too. I was a hundred percent on that same wavelength. 
you know. And uh, but to see that first play from Sauce with those long Kevin McHale arms, you know. Oh, dude. And oh, Jesus Christ! And we finally got we got that call, which I think was the correct call with the intentional grounding. Oh, dude, yeah, dude. I thought I had no idea that's what was gonna happen. I'm a, I'm a little surprised that we got the intentional grounding because I'm looking at it. I was like, well, we hit his arm. It's not like he intentionally threw it right there. But I'll take it. We don't normally get those calls. No, that that that's exactly my point. But I'm telling you, man, um, super excited with the record right now. A little, a lot nervous about going to Lambo. Mm-hmm. Um. You said it. Stephen A. always says that Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Dude, that's just it. Like, I don't care who his weapons are. I don't care what his defense looks like. Like, that guy can take control of a game. The Jets have the better team. They have the better quarterback right now. On pa- on paper, yes. 100%. But, but, but to give Aaron Rodgers, he was so pissed off, apparently, according to the locker room chatter, mm-hmm. um, after that loss in London. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, I'm just nervous. But listen, even if we lose this game in Green Bay, mm-hmm. still extremely positive right now about what's going on. Oh, still dude. Well, that's positive. just it. Like, even even if we get a loss, this team is built the right way. I I just want to see competitive. I don't want to see, like, one of those letdown games where it's like, oh, the Jets had a great win, and now we get, like, 40 hung on us, and we get, like, seven points. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, if the Jets lose on a yeah. last-second field goal or, like, by, by four points or something, like, I'm— I'm all right with that as long as we stay competitive, but I think the Jets should absolutely be able to beat the Packers. This is a seminal turning point game for Zach. 100%. This this is his moment. This is his turning moment to convince me mm-hmm. that he's the man. This oh, yeah. Him. Yeah, this, if Zach wants to be the yeah. guy, he's got to be able to compete with Aaron Rodgers. We saw We saw Sam Darnold do it. Let's do it with Zach. Yeah. I'm telling you. I mean, um, I don't have Frosted Flakes with uh, vodka tonight, but... Um... <laughs> Dude. If you remember. Oh, yeah, oh I remember. It was, you yeah. are a degenerate, just like me, and I absolutely love it. Brother, thank you so much for the call, and you have been ejected You're out from of the here. Ugh. I'm looking at this live poll in the chat. We've got almost 350 votes. 36% favorite part of the Dolphins game. 36% Brees Hall goes off. 45% Quinnen, stiff arms, Tyree Kill, six feet deep. Sauce gets his first interception, 11%. 12% AVT, fourth position played, 8%. All great things. From Lima Bean. Lima Bean, what's up, brother? How you doing tonight? Doing great, man. It's like another victory Monday. I'm getting used to this. Dude, right? Like we're gonna we're gonna get spoiled. <laughs> When's the last time we won I like mean, a decent amount of games? Like and good games. Like not I'm not talking like, you know, Adam Gase, third string quarterback uh, Steelers, Adam Gase, backups with Buffalo. Like these are legitimate yeah. games the Jets are winning. Yeah, these are character building wins, man. Like this is like an upcoming rising team that hopefully gets better and better as time goes on, which is Kind of sad that like everyone's trying to discredit these wins. Like, hey, like no one gave a damn when we had our injuries on top yeah. of that. Yeah, like, 
it's just like, and didn't where the roundtable fans like they wanted Skyler to be in because he's like their next Tom Brady? I saw. The oh, video, I'm like, so glad you were there. So it's, glad it's, you were there because they were talking about like, oh yeah, Skyler, he's the next yeah, guy. You gotta rub it in their big. Ooh. <laughs> Like, you know, just like TD, he said that he's going to put 40 some points on us and we get it on him. Like, I, uh, I don't dude, I think it was all hype, but no substance half the time. Like, it's just, dude, it's I got to reach out to Rich. I, you know, what? I'm going to do it right now while we're on this call. I'm going to reach out to Richie and yeah. say, I got to, <laughs> I got to be on this panel at least for 15 minutes because I'm ready to talk smack. You deserve it. Yeah. And they can't blame injuries. It's like, what do you like? What do we do? We lose, then it's the same old Jets. We win, then it's nothing. Like, it's just, this makes no sense, but like, I don't know. I feel like this, you know why this feels different? Usually when a new coach and a new quarterback comes in, everyone loves them for a while and they just fail us. This is the first time they're facing an uphill battle from the get go. Cause they're wearing all the losses from the previous regimes. And you know what? Maybe, maybe the hate just makes them stronger. I don't know. I don't get it. Cause I've never seen this level of, uh, I guess vitriol I've seen from like a fan base. So it's good to see like Salah and Zach and JD like coming through and getting better. Dude, how great is it to see two draft classes? We haven't had that good of a draft class. Like, this is probably the best NFL draft class since the Saints took Lattimore and Kamara and Ramchick. And, like, uh, I'm losing a name here. Like, I, I really like this regime because you see they're on the same page. They know what works and how to get the most out of their things. It's not, not just about, like, drafting big board guys. It's, like, specific players with both high-character attitudes, unlike the Raiders or the Cowboys and things like that. And I don't know. Like, I mean, we still got to be careful. Like, obviously, Green Bay, they're coming off pissed off and all that stuff. I'm, I was really sad that the Giants won, not only because I don't like the Giants, but now they're going to be extra motivated. But mm-hmm. on top of that, we got the Patriots still scare me just because I saw what Bill did to, like, you know, the Lions, and they're the highest-scoring offense. So he still has some coaching acumen. We can't take that away from him. He's, I don't know, he's, he's sneaky. But at least we don't have to worry about Matt Rule anymore, you know, trying to take Captain Morgan from the practice <laughs> squad and, and like, switching up team numbers, man. That guy did not a coach. That's why he did these things. Like, I wish we could play them now and embarrass them. Oh, like, dude, I want nothing more than to embarrass the, the friggin' Panthers. Uh, Screw them, brother. Thank you so much for the call. I've been, you've been ejected from the cockpit. We got to get some more callers. All from Carson. What's up, one. Carson? Dude, how good was that win yesterday? Dude, I'm going to be honest. It was a nice win. It was a nice win, yes. But but three things I want to talk about real quick. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is um, on PI calls, right? Aren't PI calls determined by if the if the ball is catchable or not? So how could that that DJ Reed yep. pass interference call be a penalty? That ball was eight yards out of bounds. Dude, I lost my shit while I was watching that I game. I was that. so upset. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, DJ Reed, I'm pretty sure Carter got a pass interference and Sauce had the pass interference call. And yeah. like the, the Carter one, you could see the pull on the jersey and it was literally right in front of the ref. So like I understand them calling yeah. that one. But like I'm thinking the Conklin like no call was because he pushed off. He a hundred percent pushed off. When you look at the replay, yeah. like like the corner came back, but he never right. turned his head around. So like if you're going to call that, the pass interferences call, yeah, on those call, other three, yeah. it should have been called on Conklin. That, that one on Reed was ridiculous. That ball was eight yards out of bounds. That ball's not catchable. I'm sorry. Even if you have Calvin Johnson going after the ball, that ball's not catchable. Um, but uh, another couple of things I want to talk about. Penalties. I think penalties mm-hmm. are a big issue going into mm-hmm. this next week, especially against Rodgers, who draws defenses off all the time. Yes. Um, that's. I think that's very, a key that we have to focus in on. 
Um, also, another thing that nobody's talking about, Jets fans, how about the play from Quan Alexander that we're getting? Dude. He has been so good. Absolutely. He has been so good. Absolutely. Seven, seven, he had seven tackles last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. and then he had 10 ta- tackles this week against the, um, the Dolphins. The Dolphins. Dude, right? like, guy's he's, a heat seeking so missile. Good. Heat seeking missile. Dude, he knocks yeah. people back a decade. Yeah, and and I, I gotta say, I gotta say, and now this is a really good problem to have. I've been really critical about Jeff Ulbricht. Mm-hmm. I, I really have, and I've talked I've talked to you about this extensively. Oh, absolutely. Um, o- over the last two weeks, ever since that like that um that, that internal sauce, meeting, right? It was yeah, Reed. Reed meeting, was the one that really said, like, we got in. we gotta talk yeah. about it with the coaches. They've simplified yeah. whatever they're doing because it's working. They really locked it in. Yes. They really locked it in, locked it in, locked it in. That secondary is playing well. Um, mm-hmm. Last thing before I get to chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce Huff has been a quiet little star that we have there bending around the edge. He's very quiet, mm-hmm. um, but he's impacting the game every game. Where is Bryce Hall? Where He's inactive every single week, and I mm-hmm. just don't see why. He was a starter last year for us, and it's mm-hmm. not like he played bad. He's a number no. two corner, but I why is he inactive? I don't understand. I, so my best guess would be that Sauce, Reed, and Carter aren't coming off the field. Like those are going to be the three. And if you I have agree. to deactivate someone to save a roster spot, maybe for another position, I think that might be why they're doing it. Um, Over Eccles, though. Over Eccles. Well, I, I for me, Eccles and Hall are are similar. It's 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 close. So maybe they do like one over the other, and maybe right. one provides some trade value, which I think Hall probably does. So maybe there's a situation where like, okay, you know, Sauce or Reed gets a little banged up. They allow Hall back into the starting lineup and then at least you have him healthy. Like that's my only thought. I don't really know. I'm not sure. It's a fascinating question. But brother. Let's go Jets, baby. Let's go. Let's go. I see someone calling in, but I want to get to the super chat real quick. Disregard Papa comes in. Says just got Detroit game tickets. Let's go to Lambeau and destroy the Packers. Make Jair Alexander eat his words. Also, screw Hill, uh, that bugger. Tyreek Hill, fuck that guy. Screw him. I'm done with Tyreek Hill. I told you guys when the Jets were rumored to have uh, tried to go after him. And you know what? We heard Salah say, like, yeah, no, it was legit. It almost happened. But, like, dude, I'm telling you, when you're looking at the kind of guys that they're that the Jets are bringing in, captains on their college team, guys with high work ethic, guys with, you know, good backgrounds, guys that fight hard all the time, Tyreek Hill, fantastic football player. Tyreek Hill is also a pregnant wife-beating motherfucker. Fuck this guy. This guy didn't see any consequences for that. Screw him. 100% done with this guy. Detroit game, I like that. That's cool. I'm thinking, I think I'm going to the Jets-Patriot game on Halloween Eve. I want Mac Jones seeing ghosts. I'm not 100% locked in yet, but I think that'll be the next game that that Ryan's going to, which means you'll get your Zach Wilson every throw uh, probably later at night or maybe the next day. So it, it, it may not be right away like I do with most of the other stuff. But, dude, the Jets... We're winning some games. We're winning some games, boys and girls. This is nice to see. This is nice to see. We have 409 votes 
in our poll question. Quinnen Williams, stiff arm, leading the way, 44%. Favorite part about the Dolphins game. Drop your vote in the live chat. Brother, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Yo, Ryan Smack. What's up, man? Ah, dude, I'm having a great fucking victory Monday. How you doing, brother? Oh, my God. I was freaking out in yesterday's game. It finally <laughs> looks like we have competitive, competent football. And that's all we're asking, right? Like, it's not like we're saying, like, we want to win a Super Bowl. It's not like we want to get to the playoffs. It's like, we just want to see competent, competitive football. And the Jets are giving us that. I, I got to be honest. My, my favorite part of Victory Monday is watching Rich Eisen just lose his mind. Dude, I love Rich Eisen. <laughs> favorite media personality across the board. A hundred percent love that guy. He's the best. You know, If I and, could get him uh, on the show and talk to him, I would be over the moon. Like, he is my favorite ESPN, NFL Network kind of guy. Like, the 40-yard dash he runs at the Combine. Like, I really enjoy everything about him. Yeah, he's great. I'll tell you, you know, it's just, it's so great to see all the facets. I'll tell you the thing, you know what, you know what comes to mind actually mm-hmm. with Zach? So with Zach, I don't know what it is, but this, at least for the two games that I've seen, like mm-hmm. I, I don't get that feeling in my stomach when he drops back to pass that he's going to throw an interception. Did we you talk know, about this? Like, Was I talking to you about this in a private chat? Because I feel like I've had this conversation with multiple people. Or at least <laughs> like a person. Oh, dude, I feel the same I, way. I, I posted it on, on Reddit, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's like I don't get that feeling right now. He 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 looks comp. He looks confident, and mm-hmm. he looks like he trusts that his receivers are going to be in the right position. A hundred percent. And I think as he starts to see tape of Garrett Wilson getting in the right position, I think he'll start to feel more confident because you can see he relies on Corey Davis and Elijah Moore the most because he has yeah. that kind of chemistry with them. Oh, yo, you know what you did? You did have a conversation with me on, on the forever puddle. That's why, you, yeah, we did have this conversation. There we, I was like, I was going to say, I was like, this one sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I, and I, what we talked about was that uh, he seems to be almost noticeably taking less off the ball, like with some of those out routes, you know, he's not throwing a hundred miles per hour. And actually the, the swing routes and the wheel routes, he was a lot more accurate on this game. Yeah, no, hundred percent. It felt like he was taking a little bit off the off the ball on those those in the flat routes. Now, it's still like accuracy yeah. is a little bit of an issue. Like I, the the one throw to Brees Hall, he kind of did that twist, and he great catch, yeah. and and he got like I think it was like twenty one yards. He fell on the one, like it was the last catch. He, that he, he, had. he did, man, freaking freaking Brees. You know, he killed me in fantasy. I was loving it for every single every single time he he got a big run. Or, you know, I catch, I was like dying in fantasy, but loving it as a Jets fan. Oh, dude, my buddy had a bet going that Brees Hall would score a touchdown. Luckily, he got it at the end of the game. But, like, I'm watching, and I'm thinking, like, man, Brees Hall could have three touchdowns. I'm looking at Zach, I was like, Zach could have three touchdowns. Like, he, last year, I have to go back and look at the tape, but there was some ungodly number of catches or receptions or runs that ended on the one-yard line for Zach. His stat line should be, like, seven or nine touchdowns higher than what it actually actually is good stuff peace love you brother thank you so much for the call you've been ejected from the cockpit boys and girls you get three minutes to plead your case after three minutes you get ejected from the cockpit i love it got another caller coming in who we got from from north carolina 
What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan. What's going on, man? Dude, I'm having a grand old victory Monday. How you feeling today, brother? Oh, I'm feeling great. Um, <laughs> so, I had a question for you. Um, sure, shoot. Do you think, can you see the Jets being 7-3 and three at the time? We got... Green Bay next, then the Broncos, then the Patriots, then the Bills. So that's what we're so we have a bye week ten, I think, right? So yep. you're talking three and two right now. Packers, Denver, uh Patriots would be six and two. So you're talking six let's say the Buffalo game's a loss. Let's let's say that's six and three. Who's the game after the, the bye week? Is it Patriots? I feel like it's Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So we got the Patriots again right after the bye. So it is entirely possible. If we can get and I see some comments in the chat. If I see sneakers to boots in there. He says if we can get to five and four at the bye, that is incredible. That is a great step for this young team. If we can take care of business in Green Bay, I'm gonna feel a lot more confident after seeing another week of uh Russell Wilson in Denver. If the Jets can take care of business on the road in Denver, which we haven't been able to do. Last year, we got thumped by Teddy Bridgewater. If we can do that, I think the Jets are coming back against the Patriots and we're going to lay down a beat down in MetLife. 100% on, on Halloween Eve. You have the bye week. The I Jets agree. haven't been great I after agree. a bye. I and beat the Patriots. The Jets, I think it's, I'm pretty sure the Jets and Patriots both have the same bye week. So they're coming off a bye, we're coming off a bye. I don't know if in New England we beat the Patriots coming off a bye. I would be impressed. If we can do that, we're going to have a really good shot at making the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, in the beginning of the season, and if you would have said to me, we're gonna, we could be 7-3 and three at the break. Dude. If we can if we can get to six and three by the bye week or like something like that, like the, when's the last time the Jets had that kind of record? Like we're we're talking like years and years ago. And this is a young team, so it's not even like the fifth twenty uh twenty fifteen year where it's like fool's gold and Fitzpatrick is winning some games he shouldn't be, and Reeves and Cromartie are past their prime, and Decker and Marshall are, are coming yeah, off and, like and now we're actually coming out setting the tone. Oh, dude, I want to punch some teams in the mouth, and I think there's some teams out there right now that do not want to face us. We are we are scary for other teams right now. Yep, absolutely are. Brother, I love you so much. Thank you. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Cockpit. Love it. Ugh. You guys are calling in. I love it. Joe. Joe, what's up, brother? Welcome back to the cockpit. What's up, brother? Feeling good this week? Dude, how good is a victory Monday? We don't get this often, and we've got it three times this year. I'll tell you what. It's starting to remind me a little bit of 2015 when we had a chance to go to the playoffs. Oh, dude, it feels good, right? It feels good. Ali, I see you calling in right now. After Joe, I'll give you a call back, so don't you worry. Uh, but Joe, how you feeling? How you feeling? Let me know. Well, I gotta say, Zach Wilson looks like he's starting to come into his own. Mm -hmm. Our running game is 
unbelievable, man. Mm-hmm. Brees Hall looked like the Tasmanian devil. Dude, I mean, insane. He, like, I love me some Michael Carter. Brees Hall, worth every bit of that second-round pick. This guy is absolutely incredible. You know, it's funny. They didn't really uh, get the receivers going this week. I was a little surprised. I thought maybe uh, Garrett Wilson or Elijah Moore, one of them two, would have had like a 100-yard game for some reason. Mm-hmm. But you know what? He went, he went with what I said last week, go with the player that's hot. And that was Brees Hall this week. Oh, yeah. That's how it worked out for us. Pretty good. Oh, dude. It is so nice. And this offensive line combination with AVT on the right-hand side, Dwayne Brown was a fucking wall on the left-hand side. This was fantastic. Yeah, man. I was impressed for a guy who hasn't played in a while. Mm -hmm. And he's 37 years old. Oh, dude. I mean, I've seen Joe Douglas have... Jason Peters on his team at like 37 years old. The guy's like 41 years old. I think he's on Dallas right now. I don't know if he's if he's healthy or not, but like the Jets and Joe Douglas have no fear in older offensive linemen. And I don't think they should. I think it's a position that you can play later into your career. I'll tell you that uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, man, he is so versatile. It's unbelievable. I mean, he's like Joe... He's like... Joe Coleco, but on the offensive side, you know, could play all these different positions. Oh, dude, a hundred percent. This this kid needs to be voted to a Pro Bowl or get All Pro or whatever it is. Like he is Team MVP right now, hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. I think he is going to be a Pro Bowler. I think mm-hmm. so. Is Garner going to be a Pro Bowler too? I think so, dude. I, there's a really, really good chance the Jets have offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year. And if they have Garrett Wilson start to go off, I would love to see like three, like an offensive rookie of the year, a defensive rookie of the year, and a, like a rookie MVP. <laughs> so that way you get Man, Brees or Garrett Wilson on that side and Sauce you know on the, the defensive side. Crazy thing is, mm-hmm. we haven't even get we haven't even gotten started yet. No, That's dude, they're they're just starting to gel. Like this Which team has so much own? fucking talent, it's insane. Oh my god, man, this team has so much potential. I mean, whew, when these guys become veterans, look out, <laughs> dude. I love it, brother. Thank you so You're much for the here. call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. We got another caller coming in. Who we got? Who we got? Ooh, you know okay. what? Jake. Ah, Jake. I'm so- oh, he ended his own call. Sorry, brother. Let me call Ali. I was telling Ali I'd call him. How do I do this? Words are hard right now. There he is. All right, Ali, hang in there. I'm calling you. I love how you guys can hear the ringing. <laughs> Hello? Ali, how you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. How are you? Dude, how good does Victory Monday feel, especially against the Dolphins? Especially being three and two, man, being over five hundred, man, that that feels unbelievable. Dude, no one, no one but Jets fans thought this was possible because when we were looking at our schedule preseason, you're thinking maybe the Browns, maybe the Steelers, maybe the Finns. Best case scenario. And guess what? We're on best case scenario right now. Yeah. Um, the thing is with this team, I finally see it all gelling together. You know, what I'm seeing is like they're actually like we like the pieces around and I, we all know that we have talented pieces everywhere. 
Mm-hmm. But for the first time, we're actually seeing it work. Like, we're actually seeing the run game work. The rookies are doing whatever they can to win football games for us. Mm-hmm. And everything is working out. And what I'm excited about, and I'm writing an article right now currently about it, mm-hmm. is the play-action game is going to go crazy after this week. I think going to Green Bay, they're going to get the run game going, and the focus is going to be on the run game to stop that run game. Mm-hmm. And LaFleur is going to use that play-action with Zach Wilson and get him going with that. I really do believe that, and I think for the rest of the season, that's going to happen because there's threats everywhere. We actually have a run game that everyone's scared about. Oh, dude, 100%. So, they're going to they're gonna load the box trying to stop Brees Hall and Michael Carter, and I bet the first play of the game, you're going you're gonna to have Brees Hall back there, play action, and it's going to be Elijah Moore or fucking Garrett Wilson. Someone's going to catch a bomb over the top. That's what's going to happen. And I'm waiting for it because we've got this LaFleur versus LaFleur, uh, you know. Remember, Robert Sala was, I think he was best man at, at uh, LaFleur's wedding or vice versa, whatever it was. Like, this, there's a lot of, like, love between these two teams. And I think the Jets are absolutely going to try and uh, try and take it to Green Bay. Look, I feel like all these guys are just ready to play, especially with Carl Austin, dude. Dude, he had a great fucking game yesterday. I didn't even like bring that in my top five takeaways. That guy had a great fucking game. No, that's what I'm saying because like you remember last year he got hurt in the practices with Green Bay. Oh yeah, he's gonna be even probably more even juiced up because we finally have that pass rush back for our team. And Carl Lawson, who we had the big signing, he will have a field day. I feel with this team because talent wise, I believe the Jets had more weapons than Green Bay. We're just dealing with experience. They have much more experience than us, but we mm-hmm. have the talent. So it depends on which one wins the game because we are going against a Hall of Famer quarterback. But 100%. You know, like like Aaron Rodgers has the advantage because he is Aaron Rodgers. But if you're looking at paper and you're saying, which team would you rather have moving forward? I mean, it is the Jets 100% out of 100. 100 times over. But, like, you have to say, like, when they're in the locker room on Sunday, they need to be like, this is the statement game of the year for the Jets. This one, exact one, going into a playoff-type atmosphere stadium, mm-hmm. and Zach Wilson with all these rookies on the offensive side of the ball, if they can go in and just destroy them in some type of way on offense and win that football game, that is huge because that's telling you that we can go to the playoffs. We can be effective. But again, they have to get the job done because I think the Jets' cornerbacks will get, will have enough to keep the Green Bay Packers playmakers off the field. Yeah, I think I don't have a fear in our defense. I, I'm concerned with Aaron Rodgers 100, percent but I think the Jets team overall, we've got more talent. We 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 should be able to win this if you can temper expectations and kind of look at this game and say, hey, we need to take care of business. The Jets will do it, and the Jets will be able to, if we can beat Green Bay in Green Bay, then you go into Denver, and it's like, okay, look, Denver's kind of so-so. Like, maybe it's a coin flip game. You got to take care of business. One game at a time. Yeah. It's just impressive what this team is doing, 100%. No, it is impressive. Like, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself. Like, I'm I, I'm fully prepared for us to go downhill. Like, I have that mentally in my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's like, the battered jet syndrome right like that 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 is the issue yeah but this is something i've never seen from a jets team in a long long time i haven't seen a a team that fights until the very end and mm-hmm. this team has fight until the very end even when they're down 
that's the one thing you can take away from this football team is they fight until the end. These young guys are ready to put whatever on the line to win football games and defend their quarterback. I mean, even with Joe Flacco, we look like a team out there. Mm-hmm. So with Zach Wilson coming in, like Zach Wilson, what? He only had 20 attempts, 21 attempts yesterday. Like, 21 I mean, attempts. He had the, I think it was two sacks. So, so throwing wise had 23 like pass, you know, plays. So yeah, I mean, but then, but we still blew them out and you don't need a like effective passing. I mean, he could have had two touchdowns. And Brees Hall didn't get stopped at the one yard line twice. Oh, dude, hundred percent. Like, Zach Wilson has like some ungodly number of like plays that end on the one yard line, and the <laughs> fact that like like I think last year was like six or seven. Like it was like really like I think it was like all time like really high, and he just had two more in one game. You know what that one yard uh, reminded me of? That Marcus May interception that a couple of years ago. Remember Which that one? Like, got stopped at the end of the game at the one yard line. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That reminds me exactly when that happened. I I don't know why. I just remember that Marcus May uh, pick pick and then almost stopping at the one yard line. It was that was kind of like the same thing. But like seeing these playmakers go off is mm-hmm. just amazing to see. And like it's like for the first time, not turning the TV off for the New York Jets. Dude, how good does it feel to be able to go into work or go into your friend group or go into your group chat and be able to say like, yo, the Jets took care of business and like fucking handled the fins. Like 100% we squished the fish. Like this was a Jet victory and like it makes me feel even that much more confident. Like I want Tua back for that last game in January. I want them at full strength and I want to fucking throttle them one more time. Yeah, I mean... Look, I, I feel like after the today, we, like, they're going to focus on Green Bay, and this is their first big attack. I know we played the Ravens week one. That was an attack because Zach Wilson was on the football field mm-hmm. that game. But this is a real first test for this team. If they can somehow win this game. Oh, shit. I hung up on it. <laughs> I, was, I had my hand hovering on it. Oh, Ali, I love you, brother. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Before we get into our next caller. I want to bring up Zach Marshall. He says, Tyreek's mom got a tramp stamp of Zach Wilson's face last night after Tyreek got smacked by Quinn and Williams. Get the fuck out of here with them little fins, Tyreek. That's right. Tyreek Hill and his mom getting the MILF hunter. Zach Wilson. Tramp stamped on her back. Zach's got a tattoo. Her. I think Zach, I, I think Tyreek Hill might need to get one of those face tattoos of Zach Wilson. <laughs> or even Quinn. We'll get Zach on this cheek, Quinn on this cheek. Sorry, dude. Put you back in the zoo. Screw that guy. Boys and girls, you got three minutes. Bleed your case after three minutes. You get the chicken. Who we got? Who we got? All from Jonathan Madera, Keller oh. Jonathan Madera, Keller Williams, Arizona Realty. Welcome, brother, to the cockpit. <laughs> you got all that information? Wow. I don't know what I, you must have. Like, <laughs> I, you must have some sort of business phone because it pops up automatically on my Google Voice. So, there's the plug, wow. brother. Welcome yeah. to the cockpit. It's your boy AT Jeff. How's it going, man? Ah, dude, it feels really fucking good to have the Jets and a victory Monday. We just need it. I know, man. Nothing better. I talk a lot of shit, so nice to have some backup finally. Mm-hmm. Dude, it just feels really, yeah. really. Sorry. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, you're 
You're all good. Uh, absolutely love it, man. Defense looking great. Couldn't ask for anything better. Like everybody keeps saying, Quan just setting the tone out there on defense. Um, that this team hasn't even started yet, so it's only up from here. Dude, imagine once they start clicking on all cylinders and you start having chemistry. Like, Zach doesn't have chemistry with Garrett Wilson right now. And 100%, once he does, this team is unstoppable. I know, man. It's nuts. And once we start getting these fourth and two calls correct, who knows what could happen. I would say that particular, not that play call, the one before it, the third down play where it was the shotgun run, had me fucking livid. I was so upset. And then it was like the fourth and two. We threw it to Corey Davis. And I was like, yo, that's definitely a pass interference. Then I saw it and I was like, eh, it's a little like out of bounds. Probably not as bad. But the third and three or whatever the play call was prior to that had me like I was up a wall. I was so pissed off. And I just need to run a three yard comeback at that point. Yeah. Run it, win. run it out of the eye formation. Don't run it out of the shotgun. There's no fucking blocker. Drives me nuts. I know. Makes no sense, but we're looking good. Mm -hmm. I was uh, telling my buddies, I'm looking at the last two-thirds of the schedule, and besides Buffalo, I'm not scared. And I'm not even scared about Buffalo. I'm scared about the magic that Josh Allen has dropping mm -hmm. back and probably taking off in the pocket ten times against us. But I have that, no problem we're, losing we're to the here. Bills. I think they are. I think they have been the best team the last two years, and I think they should win a Super Bowl this year. No problem going on two against them. Like, really, like, not at all. I think they are far and beyond the most talented team in the AFC. And I think when you look at this, you're looking at, like, the Lions, the Jaguars, the Bears, the Packers, the Dolphins, the the friggin', like, de like, there's a lot of teams the Jets Get could, smacked. like, sneak Get up smacked. on right now. Get smacked. Get smacked. 100%, dude. 100%. No, I know. I love it. Love the way our defense is playing. Fundamental football, long mm -hmm. time coming. I think it's. I think I heard Rich Eisen say it's been eight years since the Giants and Jets have had a winning record together. Don't ask for anything else. Brother, I love Get it. You've here. been injected from the cockpit. Boys and girls, you get three minutes to plead your case. After three minutes, you get the chicken. That's right. I had my buddy at uh, Carton Brewing. Drop off a beer. It's called Milk Session Nitro Milk Stout. I don't know what a milk beer tastes like, but it's not horrible. Not horrible. Who we got? From Jake. Jake, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. How you doing, man? How's your day going? Dude, it is going fucking fantastic because the Jets won yesterday, and that's all I friggin' need. Yeah, three and two is pretty good, man. It's uh, when's the last time we did this? Like years ago, dude. Years and years ago. Like the the fact that we are over five hundred right now, with the potential to really have a good next few weeks, feels really good. I just want to, you know, there's something I want to point out from this game yesterday, and it's to honestly say it's something I don't think we've really talked much about. Sure, let's go. You know, the first half, I'll be very frank with you, the coaching looks really incompetent in the first half. I was not mm -hmm. impressed with the way that the defense was playing. Mm -hmm. I mean, Skyler Thompson looked like he was doing, like, with the Baker Mayfield game, the Tim Tebow mm -hmm. game, and even the Kenny Pickett game. I just was like, this is not going to go well. 
Yeah, like, no, I, honest, I can sympathize with that. I really can. Like, at halftime, I was with Green Bean and O'Leary on the Jet Nation halftime show. If you guys haven't seen the halftime show, like, literally subscribe to Jet Nation uh, YouTube, and me and O'Leary and Green Bean talk about it on halftime, and I couldn't give a prediction because I was nervous. Like, that, like 100%. I'm, I'm right there with you, dude. Yeah, and I, I just, LaForce play calling was just very concerning to me. I... I you know, watching Michael Carter run on first down, and then finally they realized we have to give it to Breeze Hall, but my, me and my brother were screaming. But, you know, I have to say for the first time in the many, many coaches we had, mm-hmm. they made real adjustments at the second half. Like, they truly made adjustments and shut the Dolphins to three points and looked like the better team. How, I mean, how many times can we say that we look so bad in one half and play a complete 180 in the second half? I can't tell you. No, I really it, it can't tell you the last time I've seen that. It does not happen often. It really doesn't. And the Jets made second half adjustments. Quinnen Williams is gonna get paid. This guy hundred percent deserves it. I've seen teams like as much as people don't. Oh, I don't want to give twenty million dollars a year away. We see Hall of like or not Hall of Fame teams. We see playoff teams with stacked rosters give monster contracts. You need to figure out a way to be able to pay your own, and Quinn and Williams needs to get paid this offseason. He'll get paid, but the problem I have is that we've already paid money to John Franklin Myers, who I think has not deserved all the money that he's got paid so far. So he is able to be cut after this season, so maybe there's a restructure involved there. But either way, you can add void years onto Quinn and Williams to stretch out that cap hit and you can make it go beyond the time that like you feel his peak may be coming down and then you might be able to say okay well we want to extend him beyond that contract then we're going to cut someone else like there there's ways to do it for someone that loves the cap as much as I do the cap is a fucking myth like I'm sorry (laughs) it blows my mind just how ridiculous the cap space is. But bro, thanks so much for calling. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Now I want to get back to you guys, but I legitimately have to pee my brains out. (laughs) So I'm going to put this down. You guys are going to be on autopilot for like a solid 25 seconds. So give me a break. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I can't hold it. All right, your boy's back. He has drained the main vein. 
podcast people. You probably don't realize this. I'm going to cut out the uh, the silence there for a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, we're back in better than ever. Let's see. We got a caller on the line. Who we got? Who we got? From Toby. Hey, what's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, man? Dude, hey, I'm having. I had a. Uh, I want to get your take on this shit. So, all right. Uh, excuse my language. I'm sorry. Ah, it's okay. Fuck it. <laughs> what's up, brother? Yeah, there we go. Um, so looking at what happened this week with the offense, got the running game going good. Do you think, or how would you feel if Zach Wilson took more of a game manager role and never really stepped up and, like, became an elite QB, you know, like Aaron Rodgers or, like, the obsession that Josh Allen took? Mm-hmm. Would you be okay with that if we just were a consistent running team like we were in the Rex years? How would you feel if Zach Wilson never took that next step and was just, like, a, a, a good game manager? I would be upset. I really would. Because I want to win a Super Bowl at some point, and I think Zach Wilson 100% needs to be that guy. You don't draft a quarterback at number two overall to be the to be a game manager. Now, if he's going to do the Brady thing and be a game manager for the first five, six, seven years of his career and then take off, I'm okay. Like I, I see the, uh, the talent. I see the explosiveness. And I think it's going to be there long term. But I would be very, very upset, and I do not want to see Zach Wilson be a game manager at all. I'm okay with him doing it right now while we have the running game, while we have the weapons. Like, you don't have to pass it over. Like, let's, or, or you don't have to uh, throw the ball all over the field if you're scoring touchdowns, if you're running the ball. Like, the Jets, we have the weapons to win. And Zach Wilson, we said when we drafted him, you don't have to lift us up, we will lift you up. I'm 100% on board with that. So I agree with that. Like, I want to see him take that next step because you need a great quarterback to win games. But what I see with the coaching staff right now is they are, I think they are afraid to, like, let him. I don't know if it's the play design, the play calls, or what. But it's like I have yet to see them allow him to be like, just rip it, man. Like, let's go. Let's, Let's rip it. And I don't know if he's just not going through his progressions. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. him or the coaching staff, but I just like haven't seen that next step. Now that fourth quarter against Pittsburgh, that was great. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, let's get some of that. Let's get this fast-paced offense going. Like, let's do no, you know, mm-hmm. no huddle situations. Let's do that because that's how we get down the field, and that's when you let Zach get comfortable, get in rhythm with his receivers. Because we've yet to see like Elijah Moore get involved. Let's do some play calls. Get him to, or you know, where he's the primary target. But yeah, I'll be I honest. I, I no, well, I'll be honest. I don't think that the Jets are going to intentionally clip Zach's wings. But if there is a situation where they're like, "Hey, Brees Hall and Michael Carter, you're winning. Let's take time off the clock. Let's run the ball. Let's use play action. Like protect this guy. I want Zach Wilson to be able to react as opposed to have to think about the offense. And if that takes another year and he has to rely on his running game and then work on his gifts, I'm all about it. But I, I don't think he's going to be a game manager, and I think he's 100%. He has the talent to be a top-five uh, quarterback in this league. But brother, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. <sighs> there goes the chicken. Boys and girls, we got 20 minutes left in the call-in show. Three minutes on the clock. Call it in. After three minutes, you get the chicken. Who we got on the line? From James. James, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. 
Hey, what's up, Ryan? Dude, I feel good on a victory Monday. Great. I just want to throw this out. Quan Alexander laid the smackdown on somebody yesterday, and it seemed like it really changed. Dude, Quan Alexander, aside from DJ Reed, has been our best free agent pickup by a goddamn country mile. 100%. I just find it incredible because when they signed him, I mean, I, I knew of him as a player. The guy gives up his body, man. He just hits people. Guys like him should get paid and paid well. Dude, he's someone that should not leave this team. Like, we got him for a year. Bring him back next year, especially if he can stay healthy. Like, he understands the defense, and he's laying the fucking wood. Like, this guy will not be intimidated by anyone. He's just a good player. Hey, I was looking at the Saints draft. The one thing I will say, I was going to say the Jets draft this year was better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Trey Hendrickson, they got him that year too. And I that was an incredible that. draft. So you're talking Trey Hendrickson, Kamara, uh, Ramchick, Marcus Williams. Who am I missing? I'm missing someone else in there. Mark uh, Marshawn Lattimore, like filthy draft. Like, like I think our draft this year competes with that draft, but that draft that they had was not top-heavy. Like, we had essentially four first-round picks. Max Mitchell, Clemens, uh, why am I losing the name? Max, uh, Ruckert, all picks that we like. All, all big fans. But they had, like, a legitimate draft. Like, I think this is the best draft since that Saints draft. Well, I like all these guys, and any one of the seven, in my opinion, could be a future Pro Bowler. I mean, they, 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 I have a lot of faith in all of these guys. I really do, too. This is an impressive team. We have assembled so much talent in the last two drafts, and what blows my mind is like how drastically different the Adam Gase draft with Becton, Mims, Morgan, Clark, Zuniga, Davis, Hall how different that draft is from our last two. And I think a lot of that has to do with the coaching staff and a lot of it has to do with like COVID and not being able to do certain interviews and things like that. Like as much as it hurts to miss on Becton and miss on Davis or miss on Mims and all that sort of stuff, the, the talent uh, evaluation is there with Joe Douglas, 100%. I don't think we missed on Beckton yet. Beckton proved he was a pro bowler in his first year. He's yes, injured. I think talent-wise, 100% Beckton is is absolutely... I think Beckton is talented. I think Mims is talented. I think I, I think all the guys that we drafted are talented. Like I don't think they were bad draft picks. It just winds up being bad because they weren't able to stay healthy or they weren't able to see the field. Like Mims... I've talked about the Mims thing before where it's like, okay, he did well in the Gase thing like every time he got on the field. But then you have like, okay, we went out and drafted uh, Elijah Moore in the second round, higher than than Denzel Mims. You go out and you get Corey Davis and Keelan Cole. And then this year you go out and get Garrett uh, Wilson. <laughs> and then he gets fucking food poisoning last year. Like I feel really bad for Denzel Mims, and I think he's super talented. I don't think he's long for this team. I think we'll eventually wind up trading him. But the Jets and Joe Douglas on the talent evaluation side, when you look at them bringing in DJ Reed, you look at them uh, bringing in undrafted free agents or uh, guys on the waiver wire like Quincy Williams and 
Braxton Berrios and John Franklin Myers. Like the talent evaluation is there. And even if this team doesn't work out, I would be super upset if Joe Douglas was canned because of it. Brother, thank you so much for the call. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Call from Finney. Finney, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Nothing, what's up? Dude, how good you feeling after yesterday's win? Good. I am ecstatic. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Needed to win this game. Like, we are three and two, second place in the AFC East, and we got a struggling Packers team, uh, incompetent Broncos team, and a Patriots team that's really not good mm-hmm. at their next three games. And I'm looking at this. We could make a. I mean, if the Jets really want to end those same old Jets narratives, go on a run here. That's what needs to happen. You need to go on a five-game win streak. When is the, I, I legitimately have no idea when the Jets last won five games in a row, but this is the opportunity to be able to do it. Mm-hmm, I agree completely. I mean, and this game was just incredible. Like, like I've mentioned this already, and I know I've mentioned this on your on your post-game recap live stream, like, but, like, mm-hmm. the defense, I mean, let's be honest, when's the last time Jets had five consecutive games with a turnover on defense? Dude, impressive. The Jets have the horses in the stable to be able to generate some pressure. If this offense can play with a lead and run the ball and then create pass rush opportunities for Carl Lawson, Quinton Williams, John Franklin Myers... Uh, you know, Clemens and Martin and and all Jermaine Johnson and all these guys, Huff, and then be able to use your smart corners in Reed and Sauce and Carter and and Whitehead. You're gonna get some interceptions, hundred percent. Oh, definitely. I agree completely. Like, I'm just, I'm just so excited. Like, and like, like I said, and here's the thing: if you get to um. If you get the six, if you really do get to the buy six wins, you know you're looking at it like where it's like okay, just get over five hundred. But you're looking at it right now. I mean, you can legitimately push for a playoff spot if you get to that point. I feel like the team we would be competing with in a playoff race is the team we already beat, and I think it's the Browns. I think when Watson comes back, there's going to be an interesting dynamic that winds up going on because I feel like the Jets. Like, when you're talking AFC North, it's like Browns, Ravens, Bengals. Like, those are the three teams you got to be concerned about. I'm not concerned about the AFC North. I really am not. Like, one team's going to win that division. I don't know if there's going to be a wild card from there. AFC West, I think they're going to beat each other up, and I think only one team's going to make it into the playoffs. Yeah, really, I don't feel like, like, like let's be honest. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the Chargers will probably, it'll be the Chiefs because the Chargers are going to choke. Uh, dude, I really like the Chargers. I like Herbert. I like Eckler. I like Allen. I, I think they have a really good team. They should win that division, I think. But I think Mahomes oh, dude, is the guy. I, I, you know it's you know it's you're out of here. <laughs> Oh, Vinny. I love you, brother. Who we got? Call from John. John what oh John hung up John hung up on me. What a jerk. What a jerk. Oh, here we go, boys. Call from Chris from Florida. To accept, press one. Chris from Florida. How you doing, brother? Can I get everyone to 
say, let me get a J E T Fucking good was that? How great was that win? How often does that okay, happen to us? Gonna, it doesn't. Right. I'm gonna tell you, man. I'm telling you, every every game that we've won, I've been watching my nieces, and they've never seen football. And they oh, only they're gonna the be Jet, Jet fans. I love it. Every time they watch it with me, I'm watching my nieces every time Sunday, bro. Dude, do it for the team. Do it for us. Watch it. Watch it. There. And it's funny because my brother-in-law is a Patriots fan. <laughs> he's gotta be hating this you're like oh no look out for the goddamn jets. jets guys what a great game man offense played really hard defense was amazing came in through gotta gotta put a lot of love out there for elijah Barry tucker and i gotta agree with michael carter dude if that's not a pro bowl the game is rigged unbelievable how that guy just takes control of his position and takes command and says, I'm not a pushover. I can do this. Dude. Michael Carter is the little engine that could that guy a hundred percent of the way is the voice. He is the heart and soul of this offense and this team in general. Like he is such an important part to this team. I just, I, I really love him. Like that's what hurt me about drafting Brees Hall. I was like, ah, oh, you know what? Mike Carter should be the guy. And then we see Brees Hall and I was like, Nah, that guy could be the guy. Brees Hall could be the vocal leader. I'm totally okay with that. But look at how this last year's draft is being so supportive and so amazing, amazing leaders for this new, this new year draft. It's unbelievable. You know, you hear no words or no noises coming around from um, Elijah Moore, who we all know is also having, you know, here and there kind of game, and we hope he mm -hmm. picks it up. You know, we hope he's not going to be the next Denzel Mims and everything, but Michael Carter picking up Brees Hall and everything, and of course, with uh, we're still waiting for Rucker to have a blowout game. I'm excited for that, dude. Like, this is awesome. This is exciting. I got to shove it in my boss's face, who's a Dolphin fan. He's like, <laughs> yeah. You're a boss, Ken. Suck it! <laughs> Clip that yeah, and show man, it to I him. Screw it. him. <laughs> I'm like, what are we going to have for sushi, by the way? Because uh, I've already had Dolphin Tail. Dude, squish the fish, right? Ah, it feels good. We I used to have a shirt. Uh, dude, I used to have a shirt with like the wrecking ball dropping on a dolphin. Now we got the sushi with the the chopsticks. Dude, I love it. Chris, I love you, brother. It's beautiful, man. You have Oh, he knows it. He knows it's coming. There we go. Chris from Florida bringing the energy. Who we got? Call from. What's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Dude, I'm having a grand old time. I'm like four beers deep, and this one's about to kick my ass. Yeah, it's, all, it's awesome to have these Victory Mondays. We're <laughs> in the first five weeks. <laughs> I love it. Um, I wanted to talk about... I, I actually want to talk about how we're not talking about something because normally we're talking about the draft, but I honestly couldn't tell you five prospects in the draft this year. Dude, I could not tell you anyone. I have not looked at the draft. I don't want to look at the draft at all. I'm not looking at mock drafts. Like I literally only know the quarterbacks and CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, and that is it. I am not touching the draft until the Jets are like mathematically out of it. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's also awesome to have these fantasy players. Like, Brees Hall is a top 10 running back in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Dude, Wilson, when's the last time the Jets had players that you felt comfortable drafting? Like, you're talking Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Brees Hall. Like, this, it feels good. Like, I want to brag to my friends about the Jets. And it feels it feels really good. That That's how an NFL team should be. Yeah, this is, some of my friends are Giants fans, and they have a game better than us, but... That's all right. I have no issues with the Giant fans at all. I was talking to some Giant fans today, and they're like, hey, look, I love what the Jets and the Giants are doing. The Jets have the long-term success plan. The Giants have like a little bit of fool's gold because they don't believe in Daniel Jones. I love me some Saquon Barkley, but like they are an older team. They have a heavy contract in Kenny Galladay. The Jets are absolutely in a better position long-term than the Giants right now. Mm-hmm. I will say I do like the Giants coaching staff. I like Brian Dable a lot. Dude, do you remember two years ago when I said who I wanted? It was Brian Dable and it was Mike Kafka. I wanted both yeah. those guys. <laughs> and I wanted, uh, I think, was it Wink, Wink Martin? It might have actually, oh shit, did we? I might have had all three of the Giants coaches on my staff. Dude, I really like Dable a lot. I think he's the guy. Like, I don't hate the Giants at all. I hate the Giants when the Jets play them, and I get a little bit of a smile when I see the Giants lose and the Jets win, but, like, I really like Brian Dayball, and I really like Mike Kafka a lot. Yeah, fair enough. So what do you think of us going to Lambeau this week? You see we're seven-point underdogs, which seems like a lot to me. It feels like a lot to me, too. I love it. I want to be underdogs in every single game because I want bulletin board material for these young guys. These young guys do not understand they're supposed to lose. They do not understand the Jets' way of things in the last 50 years. This team is young, and they understand they want to win. These guys are winners in college. Not going to happen. Not going to happen with the loser mentality that we've had the last 50 years. I love you, brother. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Oh, oh my God. We got seven minutes left. We got two callers. Charles Gorman. Charles, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan. How are you, buddy? Dude, feeling really fucking good right now. How are you feeling? I would watch the rest of the game of my dad, and my dad was very impressed with Dwayne Brown and Kawhi Alexander. Your dad's a smart man. I really like both of them. I think they are two of the biggest additions, aside from DJ Reed, that we brought in this offseason. Tyler Conklin would be the uh, the honorable mention there. I think those four guys have well, been... DJ Ozama hasn't been bad. I know he hasn't caught the ball that much, but he's provided leadership. He's done a well, great job blocking, and he's done a great job with the rah-rah type stuff. Well, that's just it. I feel like his leadership is the important part of his game right now because we haven't seen like the game aspect of it. Like I want to see him perform well, but I think a lot of it has to do with like injuries and things that are going on. And maybe he just doesn't have some uh, chemistry with Zach, but he feels like an overpay right now. But I think it's like an all right overpay. I understand. Dwayne Brown is probably, you can make a strong argument that he's a future Hall of Famer because this guy was such a dominant left tackle over so many years since his days with the Houston Texans. Played very well for Seattle, and he's played well for us yesterday. 
Yeah, no, 100%. I think there is a real opportunity for Dwayne Brown, especially next year, where the Jets have the opportunity to bring him back. I don't think at this point we're re-signing George Fan unless he wants to come back on a cheaper deal. I think Elijah Vera Tucker, Becton, and Dwayne Brown will be the tackles in rotation along with maybe some you know, Max Mitchell, a draft pick, something like that. Like, I don't think you have to throw the bag at Fant. I, I agree, but speaking of Elijah Vera Tucker, I think he's Joe Douglas's best draft pick so far. I do too. I really do. I think he has been incredibly valuable for the four positions that he's played at a very high level. I think, look, I, I love me some Elijah Moore, Zach Wilson, Brees Hall, you know, like literally everything that has happened, all the draft picks that Douglas has made in the last two drafts, fantastic. But AVT has been the most critical, I think. I think it not has been the most critical, but the most dominant, in my opinion. I mean, this guy was all over the offensive line at USC, dominated on all those positions, and he's been dominant here in the NFL. I mean, this guy, to me, has Hall of Fame potential. If he can keep it up, 100%. This guy can play at a high level at multiple multiple positions. And to watch him do what he did at left tackle, he allowed no pressures on the right-hand side this past week. He is absolutely incredible. And now we got a tough schedule against Aaron Rodgers. Boom! <laughs> you have been ejected from the cockpit. Who we got? from jacob jacob what's up brother welcome to the cockpit ryan how's it going dude i feel good how good does it feel to have three victory mondays just five days into the schedule oh my god it feels amazing right oh, dude it it feels so nice just finally rooting for like like just being so happy to watch a jets game Dude, <laughs> like, and we're not even asking not for much. There. We're just asking for competitive football. Like, if yeah. you could give us fucking eight and eight, or yeah, I guess nine and seven for like the next five years, competitive football, like Jet fans would sign up for that. <laughs> but yeah, we're like legitimately like on the trend up for a good team. Yes, absolutely. And I, I got to say, Ryan, love the channel. I've been watching for watching you for a couple years. Um, yeah, dude, you, I, I love this channel. My girlfriend gets, I always tell her, like, hey, I got to watch my Ryan. Oh, <laughs> like, that's my like, dude. <laughs> and, dude, that feels uh, really good. Tell. I'm not going to tell you, like, well, I'm not going to I'm going to tell you right now. It feels really good to hear that because there's a lot of effort that goes in behind the scenes that doesn't necessarily uh, get aired out on stream or on, on the show. And it, it, it means a lot. It really does. Thank you. No, of course. And. Uh, I'm actually from Texas, Ryan, and uh, I was I was born and raised here. Uh, my 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 family's cowboy fans, of course. Uh, <laughs> so it, I'm kind of like the black sheep of the family. Dude, uh, that is all right. And- my mom was a Dallas Cowboys fan. She grew up, you know, when they were having a lot of success. My dad's a Jet fan. Like, so there's a little bit of a divide in our family as well. But like, it, it feels good. It really does. Like, this is a team you want to root for the underdog, and the Jets have always been that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, so I, I'm, I'm going to change up the question uh, for you. Uh, sure. Because I'm kind of curious. You have a daughter. So, uh, you know, I was raised as a Cowboys fan, but then I chose the Jets as my you know NFL team to root for. Sure. I, I'm just curious. 
if if that were to, uh, you know, God forbid, because I want her to be, of course, a Jets fan. Yeah, yeah. But I just want to get your take on it. Like, what if she came out and said, hey, dad, um, I'm a Patriots fan. Oh, <laughs> like, no, no, disowning her. Sorry, you're out of the will. <laughs> you're gone. Awesome. There's, there, there, look, Patriots, Bills, Dolphins, Giants, like, those are off the list. You can't have those four. <laughs> Outside of that, like you can have whatever you want. I would, I would, it would mean the world to me for her to be a Jet fan. And she sits there and she watched the Jet game. She'll sit there, like wedged into the couch, into the cushions, and she'll just be like, oh, yeah, stuff's going on. There's things moving on the TV. And I love that. I would love for her to be a Jet fan. I'll let her pick her own team. But like for me to share that with her after my dad shared this fanhood with me, it would really mean a lot. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, keep it up, man. I, like I said, I love your channel, and uh, I'm gonna continue to uh, watch your, your your streams and stuff. Dude, I love it. It means the world to me. The best thing you could do is tell a friend and tell a friend about the channel, and it grows just a little bit more. But brother, you've been ejected. You're out of here from the cockpit, boys and girls. I can't believe we're at ten o'clock already. We are at the end of this stream. Mutt Viles got me way too banged up. <laughs> Becca's gonna be like, why the hell are you making an ass of yourself on the internet? And I'll say, it's because Mutt Viles did it to me. It's what it is. Guy gets it. The chat gets it. You guys understand Victory Monday. We're gonna have Victory Tuesday tomorrow, 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Our friends over, O'Leary and Green Bean and all the boys coming out tomorrow. Make sure you jump in to the Talking Jets panel. Boys and girls, it's been a lot of fun. This is Jets Talk signing off. J-E-T-A!